Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 436. June 29, 1935. When I talked to my spiritual director, Father Sapochko, about various things that the Lord was asking of me, I thought he would tell me that I was incapable of accomplishing all those things and that the Lord Jesus did not use miserable souls like me for the works he wanted done. But I heard words to the effect that it was just such souls that God chooses most frequently to carry out his plans. This priest is surely guided by the Spirit of God. He has penetrated the secrets of my soul, the deepest secrets which were between me and God, about which I had not yet spoken to him, because I had not understood them myself, and the Lord had not clearly ordered me to tell him. The secret is this. God demands that there be a congregation which will proclaim the mercy of God to the world, and by its prayers obtain it for the world. When the priest asked me if I had not had any such inspirations, I replied that I had not had any clear orders, but at that instant a light penetrated my soul, and I understood that the Lord was speaking through him. In vain had I defended myself by saying that I had not received any clear orders, for at the end of our conversation I saw the Lord Jesus on the threshold as he is represented in the image, and he said to me, I desire that there be such a congregation. This lasted only a moment, yet I did not tell him about it right away, as I was in a hurry to get back home, and I kept repeating to the Lord, I am unable to carry out your plans, O Lord. But strangely enough, Jesus paid no attention to my appeals, but gave me to see and understand how pleasing this work was to him. He took no account of my weakness, but gave me to know how many difficulties I must overcome. And I, his poor creature, could say nothing but, I am incapable of it, O my God. June 30th, 1935. At the very beginning of Holy Mass on the following day, I saw Jesus in all his unspeakable beauty. He said to me that he desired that such a congregation be founded as soon as possible, and you shall live in it together with your companions. My spirit shall be the rule of your life. Your life is to be modeled on mine, from the crib to my death on the cross. Penetrate my mysteries, and you will know the abyss of my mercy towards creatures and my unfathomable goodness, and this you shall make known to the world. Through your prayers you shall mediate between heaven and earth. Then came the moment to receive Holy Communion, and Jesus disappeared, and I saw a great brightness. Then I heard these words, We give our blessing. And at that moment, a bright ray issued from that light and pierced my heart. An extraordinary fire was enkindled in my soul. I thought I would die of joy and happiness. I felt the separation of my spirit from my body. 
I felt totally immersed in God. I felt I was snatched up by the Almighty like a particle of dust into unknown expanses. Trembling with joy in the embrace of the Creator, I felt He Himself was supporting me so that I could bear this great happiness and gaze at His Majesty. I know now that if He Himself had not first strengthened me by His grace, my soul would not have been able to bear the happiness, and I would have died in an instant. Holy Mass came to an end, and I know not when, for it was beyond my power to pay attention to what was going on in the chapel. But when I recovered my senses, I felt the strength and courage to do God's will. Nothing seemed difficult to me, and whereas I had previously been making excuses to the Lord, I now felt the Lord's courage and strength within me, and I said to the Lord, I am ready for every beck and call of your will. Interiorly, I had gone through everything that I was going to experience in the future. Here St. Faustina speaks to her spiritual director again, Father Sapochko, and she expects him to tell her that God would not pick a simple religious sister with just a basic education to do his work. But instead, Father Sapochko says, these are precisely the type of people that Jesus picks to do his work. Visionaries of apparitions are usually young or very simple folks. Uh, Clearly, these types of people would not be capable of making up something like that. It becomes clear to everyone that this had to come from the Lord. Even the apostles, they were fishermen, one was a tax collector, they were simple folk. The first witnesses of Christ's birth were shepherds in the field. St. Faustina is here trying to discern the call to found a new congregation. And from what Jesus says, it does appear that he wants her to leave her congregation and to found a new one. But in fact, it is Father Sapochko who will found this new congregation after her death. I visited the house of that uh, community, that new congregation that was founded by Father Sapochko in Vilnius. The religious house there is centered around the house where Father Sapochko used to live. And Eugene Kazimarovsky, the artist, also lived in that house, and he created the Divine Mercy image in that house. The room where he painted the image has now become the chapel. So St. Faustina visited that house during her lifetime. And we can say that her spirit pervades that house now. So her interceding with those sisters for mercy for the world came to pass after her death. So Jesus promised that she would be a witness to his mercy for all eternity. Again, as I have said in another podcast, sometimes it's hard to discern exactly what Jesus is asking of us but perhaps he only wanted her surrender and her openness to God's will. And then in time, what he was really asking for became clear. Faustina once said that her work would begin when she gets to heaven. And then St. Faustina received an extraordinary grace. Um, God prepared her and then it was like she received the embrace of the Most Holy Trinity. And uh, so she was strengthened for all the work that she had to do. So we should learn from St. Faustina to not fight God's will. When we receive an inspiration from the Holy Spirit, from our guardian angel, let's try to surrender 
to God's will. Let's try to say yes, like the Blessed Mother did, and let's ask for the grace to fulfill what God is asking us to do. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.